It's just gone one minute past nine o'clock. Good morning and welcome to the Urban Parliament on a Friday, 11th day of September 2020. My name is Adobe. It's nice um, being on this platform once again to discuss issues as it concerns us as citizens of Nigeria. And of course, profess solutions on how we can actually make the country a better place. I hope you enjoyed this interesting hour plus with us this morning as we discuss two key issues. First off, we'll get to look at the analysis of Trump's accusation of President Buhari on the killing of Christians in Nigeria. And of course, President Buhari's response to such accusation. And on a second note, we'll also get to briefly look at the federal government's plans to sell off majority stakes in all four refineries. We have been talking about the hiking fuel uh, petrol. Is this a step in the right direction? These are what we are going to be looking at this morning on the parliament. And of course, uh, a big welcome to my first guest this morning, Chief Nduka Eya. You're welcome. Of course, we still need to uh, keep staying safe. All right, starting with the, the first conversation, uh, President Buhari in the course of the week on Tuesday told um, the story of how he met with the United States President Donald Trump, where he was asked uh, questions and him explaining why he is killing Christians in Nigeria. And uh, from his response, <clears throat> from his response, he made a, a statement saying that um, the problem between the cattle headers and farmers, he knows is actually older than him, let alone Trump. And he thinks that a couple of it's a couple of years older than him. And with the climate change and population growth and the culture of the cattle rarers, if you have 50 cows and they eat grass, any route to your water point, they will follow it. It doesn't matter whose farm it is. He also made reference to the first republic set of leadership uh, being the most responsible leadership that we have ever had. He also um, said he asked the Minister of Agriculture to get a gazette of the early 60s, which um, delineated the Katu routes where they used mega resources, then to put earth dams, to put windmills and enhance sanitary department. So he said um, he has tried to explain that the farmers and headers clashes has nothing to do with ethnicity or religion. According to him, it is more of a cultural thing on which the respective leadership was failing the nation. He also encouraged uh, elites to reflect on what the administration, his administration has done, what the APC has done and what they have achieved. And according to him, he is actually doing his best and uh, God has given him two chances of which we should be expecting more from him. And in, in recent developments, the, the Muslim rights concern, talking about Murek, have attacked President Trump for questioning the president over these killings of Christians in Nigeria. They also came out to accuse the, the Christian Association of Nigeria, CAN, of selling the country to the United States, according to them. They, ke they, they, they kept warning Trump of bullying the Nigerian president because they feel that these reports of the killings are actually based on falsehood and misleading information. And according to them, CAN has been sending the wrong message to the outside world. Now, um, Chief Ayer, first question. Is the president to be blamed for the killings of Christians in the country? Our president. Uh, that was, I think, 2018 or something like that. And, uh, you know, politicians have a way of uh, doing things and saying things without realizing that people are watching. 
You know, the social media has become such a, a rampant thing now. It has taken over. And anybody, whether you are president or sitting, both sitting in the office or in the field, must be very careful. Because the social media will pick you up wherever you are and expose you. Uh, I, it was interesting, you know, uh, our president has a, f a fashion of uh, when he's asked a question, he starts with answer with some other issue, uh, and this is one of them. The question was, why are Christians being killed? Then he went to hurt men. Uh, if it's an examination, it's a failure, because if I were marking that script, I would just say, out of point. But be it as it may, we are discussing I happen to have been a commissioner for education in the old Anambra state. And I know if, if we come to hurt men and the, and the people, it has been a, a problem. Because as the dry season comes, the north gets very dry yeah. and comes. And, and these herders, they try to find the greener grass. That is like every human being, where the place is hot, you go to where you can get food. But you see, the trouble started when, the, uh, in fairness to feeding your cattle, your cattle are destroying crops of the people you cultivate, and just animals come and eat them. At that time, the government solved it. I agree with him, the First Republic. I'm glad that he acknowledges it. But I'm saying that the present administration should be better than the First Republic. If he admits that that's the best, how is, what is he going to catch up with that place? And this is the problem. Every Nigerian knows we have a problem in this country. It has become from bad to worse, from worse to worse. And President said, I'm doing my best. If you match his script, the answer is, your best is not good enough for us. The same way as we are telling him, your servicemen, their best is not good enough for us. Your best can be your best, yes. But it must be best. Let me tell you about herdsmen. That question has nothing to do with herdsmen. By implication, it means that it is the herdsmen who are doing the killing. But I don't think so. Who are these herdsmen? Like I said, I was Commissioner for Education in the old Anambra state, which is now where Boni, Enugu, and Anambra. And a gentleman, a Fulani professor, Professor Jibril Aminu, he was first uh, Minister of Petroleum. He was first uh, Secretary of the NUC. He, he, a qualified medical, I related with him. He was the, com, the Minister of Education when I was Commissioner for Education. And you find the difference is clear. I'm sure if you ask Jibril Aminu this, this question, he will answer it properly. Not starting with headsmen. Jibril Aminu introduced what was called as nomadic education. That these migrant uh, people should be able to carry education along with them so that they don't finish up just being headsmen. And in order to accommodate everybody, we also introduce the migrant fishermen. Those when you know the people are giving us about when the river is so much now you fish, they have to migrate to where it is shallow in order to fish. So the answer the president gives Trump has nothing, absolutely nothing, to do with uh, the question. The question is, are Christians being killed? Our history is very clear. So what, what's the better response he would have given? Listen, uh, <laughs> when you are sitting over trouble, I've seen that everybody, the other day, the ministers were sitting down congratulating themselves when the rest of the country is complaining. I, well, the president should have known. 
that killing of Christians started with Boko Haram, who didn't want Western education. Have we forgotten the bombing of the churches? And how many of them were born? And how many Christians were killed? Have we forgotten what is happening in uh, South Tanzania right now? You see, the thing, it has nothing to do with men. The headsmen we knew, beautiful family, man, woman, and the children, or man, women, because they have entitled to four wives, and their children. And their lovely families. They got together for their cattle. When you go, where we took them to the bush to go and educate them. We even bought fresh milk from them. And they came to our market. There was no problem. But when I asked, when and who, when these herdsmen started carrying AK, uh, AK-47 rifles in the public, who gave them the weapons? They were not used to carrying weapons before. Believe me, we wondered with them. They, the only knife they put on their, on their arm here, short knife, for cutting things in the bush. That's all their arm. And then the, the, the rod. Probably that was, you know, when you beat the Fulani man for marriage, they use that type of rod to hit them. So they had life, trained to fight wild animals. But my friend, they never carried assault rifles. The trouble started when they started carrying assault rifles. And if you challenge them for coming to your farm, they shoot you dead. Every president knows that. Why is he going back to uh, husband? It's not husband. Are these husband so organized? These people walk like trained militia. Are we not aware that they come only a few days ago? We saw something happened. Uh, I don't know what state where they kidnapped eleven people, burnt up. Thirty. They call them armed bandits. Thirty people. If you listen to the horrible story, the, uh, the, one of them, one of them was uh, kidnapped. And when he got there, he said, look, I'm tired, I cannot go. They said, go and sit on that. And they took his child and some other person and walked on. So let us, uh, the president should have been familiar with the history. But being at the head of the president, he knows that if he goes to the reality, they will, uh, Trump would have boxed him properly. All so right. he was just uh, playing on the defense to explain what he could not handle. I think that's my view. All right, good morning. But to Nigerians, you. but Nigerians know that Boko Haram did a lot of, they bombed churches, they killed Christians, and that is repeating itself now. Over there, Melafia uh, was recently in the news. And what have they done about it? Now, uh, I believe we are going to the to the Muslim lawyers who have now become an entity. We'll talk about it too. All right, let's get in uh, Dr. Augustine Okoli. Good morning. Good morning. You're welcome. All right, um, Chief Ayer just made a statement saying uh, the president is playing on the defense side. His response apparently was more on the defense side um, after, as a result of the questions being asked him by uh, Trump. And if we look at uh, his, uh, uh, his response, some other people have termed his explanation as weak. And he did little or nothing at all to actually satisfy people's thoughts. What, what do you think? <coughs> well, you can see that um, maybe the product of that discussion was why the rumored uh, statement from Mr. President of the United States of America was saying that some presidents are lifeless. Uh, I think uh, 
that discussion did not produce anything meaningful uh, because that explanation was just uh, playing to the gallery and clutching the straw. Um, Mr. President, uh, coming out now, because that discussion held in 2018, is not a recent discussion. So coming out now to begin to tell us uh, what could be called a classified discussion, uh, making it public does not make any meaning at all. Does not produce any, you know, any meaningful uh, thing. For me, he's just um, making excuses uh, because the truth is there. After all, what are all these uh, diplomats doing in Nigeria? They read our newspapers. They go to market with us. They sit with us in the churches. They knew what is going on. They even fund development um, uh, issues. So they gather information about our security. They know everything. Uh, the problem is that our people are just waiting for the Western countries, or advanced countries, to act. Uh, they cannot act because their corporate interest is more important, is more paramount to them than our own uh, interests and livelihoods. I was disappointed that Trump is even going for his second term after spending his first term without doing nothing. Has just done nothing, has left multilateral organizations and funding them, has not just been on his way, uh, apparently reducing America's influence, global, inf uh, global influence. So Trump has done a lot of damage to Americans. We are not talking about what is going on here. Uh, the country is almost near uh, in a failed uh, state. Uh, it's initially in 2014, 2015, we had issues here, but it was localized. It was not East affair. But today, no Nigerian, no part of Nigeria is safe, particularly the southern part of Nigeria, which are predominantly Christians. So the killing of Christians is like what I present Obasan just said. is an agenda of fulanization and uh, Islamization of Nigeria. Uh, they couldn't uh, you know, excuse it. They couldn't explain it. Because it's still ongoing. Uh, even the southern Kaduna matter is still ongoing. And we watch... Are they saying that uh, it is beyond them? All they could do is to categorize and give uh, names, uh, bandits, uh, herdsmen, uh, Boko Haram, and so on. I mean, even kidnappers. So that's all they can do is to just give us some names uh, that these ones are not uh, herdsmen, these ones are bandits, that these ones are not Boko Haram, that these ones are, you know. So the truth is that uh, Nigerian uh, security apparatus have been stretched. Uh, never a time, apart from wartime, have we been so stretched in terms of uh, trying to contain uh, internal uh, insecurity. And um, I think President Trump did not do enough because after that, what happens? After that discussion, what happens? Uh, in other situations, when America was America, when America was the superpower, I don't think they're still uh, a superpower now, uh, they could have acted. Something could have happened. They have taken it up. And uh, it's not a private discussion. People's uh, blood are being spilled in the street of Nigeria on a daily basis. So, and um, I'm disappointed that uh, it was just a two-aside discussion that uh, Trump uh, took it. I was expecting a very serious diplomatic uh, situation whereby Nigeria will be officially queried. And they can see that uh, all Mr. President was saying is making excuses. Excuses that does not hold water. Uh, because uh, they will tell you they're on top of the situation, 
Once again, they will tell you that uh, they have done their best, which means they, are, they have reached their limits. There's nothing else they can do, uh, which means that will overwhelm them. It has overwhelmed them, and uh, they could not even create an enabling environment for them to come and help them. The intelligence community are awash about how Nigerians are also cooperating and collaborating. The military people are also commanders in the field, resigning and coming out on social media to tell them that these things are top of touch. They are not giving equipment to fight these insurrections. And they are being disciplined and sanctioned for doing that. So are we, are, we, are we going to say the international community are part of our problems? Because um, we have um, people, different people have actually petitioned to them at certain points. And is that why we, we haven't seen any interventions from them within two years and in the space of two years? There is a kind of uh, conspiracy there. Uh, it's not only being part of the problem. I think uh, you know, they are conspiring. After all, even the, uh, the Nigerian uh, leadership are claiming that most of those bandits are coming from uh, other countries. Uh, they are coming from, uh, you know, uh, Maghreb countries. They are coming from uh, failed uh, Libyan states, you know, that was orchestrated by American government. American government uh, found a way to remove uh, the, the leadership there, uh, the Conor uh, Muammar Gaddafi. And uh, they didn't do anything about that. It is their fault that all these things are happening. And they have not done anything tangible to come to the help or rescue of Nigerians. They have been called upon to intervene and bring it to the level where they can get um, global attention. But nothing has happened. All these years, 10 years down the line, or even 11 years from 2009, it peaked in terms of, um, you know, but initially it was localized in Northeast. Today, it is a systemic. No place in Nigeria is safe. Even the federal capital now, you can hear, that are kidnapping families, kidnapping 20, 30 people. And they are boasting and telling us that uh, Abuja is safe. Abuja is not safe. Abuja is not safe because you can see now, some people say it is suburb. <laughs> it's not suburb because uh, do you want them to capture uh, Asorok Villa before you know that uh, they have circled everywhere? America even sent intelligence information uh, two, two or three uh, months back that these people are moving down south. That they have been monitoring them. They know the movement and the, you know, what they are doing that have already entered south. Uh, like uh, 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 my here have said, Melafia was uh, interrogated. Melafia was even queried and cajoled uh, because of uh, his uh, openness. But he did not say anything different from what Tiwa Danjuma said. You know, Tiwa Danjuma said the same thing, and nobody queried him. So you can see the, uh, the double standard there. Abbasanjo said more, but he didn't uh, you know, query Abbasanjo. Nobody interviewed him. But uh, they are now pushing Melafia up and down because maybe he was not a former general. And uh, I don't know, uh, the country, they are not, you know, they are not inspiring confidence in All Nigerians right. in terms of a security uh, situation. All right. The president said um, the, the, the rift is actually a decade old cultural issue. And that that's the farmers and headers clashes is not a religious issue, but a cultural um, difference. Is that right? Do you Mr. President right? missed the point there. He was just making excuses. Who told him that uh, what he wants to, uh, what is obtained in those years is still obtainable now? Who told him about uh, uh, cattle roots and cattle and cultural distance? Uh, that is, uh, you know, nobody, you know, that's what looks like. Maybe he's an absent, uh, you know, minded uh, president. He cannot be saying that now because we all know that uh, Nigeria and all Nigerians are not uh, cattle rearers. And a lot of things have changed. Population have increased. Farms have been occupied. More population, more settlements 
So how can you be still thinking about people coming to uh, for cattle coming to drink water and not looking for water and so on? Those things are just mere playing to the gallery or somebody who does not even know what is going on. I don't think what Mr. President said in terms of uh, cultural issues is what about uh, the northern expansive land, the grassland, even the Sambisa forest. People are suggesting why can't they do something? Why are they fighting against uh, you know ranching? And they're talking about uh, you know uh, you know Oruga. Uh, you know, settlement. They are talking about uh, water bill, so they can now circle uh, the whole country with uh, looking for water, uh, uh, cattle looking for water. These people, everybody is not a cattle rearer, and cattle rearing is a private business. It's a private concern. So you have to take care of your cattle. You have to quarantine them. You have to, you know, ranch them and feed them. The richest people in the world are farmers, and they do that. You know, the you know the uh, the, the animal husbandry is part of it. So how can in Nigeria our own be different? The world has overtaken us in how to, you know, rear animals and give it beef. So what is going on in this, in this country? Just like somebody talking about Elizabethan eras, the era that is fast gone, fast left behind. How can he be talking? How can he be saying that at this particular 21st century? Uh, it doesn't make any sense. That's why I say that uh, maybe those explanations made Trump to say that. Um, I don't know whether it is true or not that uh, Mr. President is talking like a lifeless person. All right, uh, Chief Ayer. Ni Nigeria was uh, placed as a country of special concern on the watch list this year. And this is because of the religious persecutions being faced in the country. And without um, little or no intervention by the government, things have gone totally bizarre. Now, n not just the U.S. that are actually concerned and complaining. The Christian Association of Nigeria haven't been able to swallow the hurt as a result of the killings of Christians and generally Nigerians. And uh, the, 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 this, this, this meeting with Trump that took place two years ago, why does it, why, or does it rather, or does it worry you that no interventions have been carried out so far? Nothing has been by, performed by, by the president. <laughs> well, this is not what Nigerians have been complaining about. The man doesn't seem to. Uh, uh, listen, I don't know. Uh, sometimes people from APC come here and tell me, you hate President Buhari. I had. Seen as a hero when he was head of state military, when he visited Enugu. I was permanent secretary ministry of uh, information, youth sports and culture. My daughter is now 52 years, my first daughter. She was a little girl who gave him the bouquet of flowers at the visit. And I wrote him a letter. I said, look, when they introduce war against indiscipline, which some of us said is a basic thing in Nigeria, we dropped our hearts to him. I said him in a letter that, as permanent secretary, I had to wear the white uniform and take a march, march pass to give you salute on the days. But I'm not one of your greatest critics. Why? Because all the promises you made us by, from coming to our, none has been fulfilled. In staff, it's getting worse. And securities. Are we in a better security situation than in 2015? Let, let, let him conduct a referendum. But the man just, his body language is clear. It doesn't concern him. But let me say, you know, this hidden agenda, which God has gradually revealed to us, but we don't, you know, Nigerians are very good, very good at self-denial. This hidden agenda, which people are bold to say, fulanization. Again, uh, when you use fulanization, it's a bit general, because I know, I've just mentioned Professor Jibril Aminu. He's a, he's a Fulani man. But he was educated. 
and he contributed a lot as NUC first secretary, as a, a secretary for petroleum at that time, as minister of education, they say secretary for education, and so on. I related with the man. He was very intelligent and he put ideas which we discussed. But when you see, you see, Nigerians should be sorry for them. Uh, they say you get what you want. We voted for Buhari. Buhari is showing, his, showing us his quality. When a man says, I wrote an article in my website, Mr. President, you have done your best. You remember. When the Catholic bishop went to him complaining, this thing didn't start today. How about Benway? When 72 men murdered by these uh, people, I don't call them harassment, they are militia. They come on motorcycle, they carry heavy weapons. Where did these weapons come from? Once in a while I asked a question here, but we forget so quickly. Why is it that Colonel Ahmed Ali must be in charge of customs? When the civil servants who should be going by promotion are there. And I asked the question, Ahmed Ali has shown us on television illegally imported arms captured by him. Has he accounted for these arms? What are the arms? And I made a suggestion. I said, is it possible that to officially import arms through illegal means? Did you give these arms to the military or to the police? Why didn't you show us? NAFDAQ, when they want to burn things, they show us what they have seized and what they have burned. I had also asked the question, all these rice bags you've been seizing, where are they? It is uh, coronavirus that brought them. You know, sheep loads, they went, some of them are decayed and said uh, they won't eat. This is the thing. Why is it that Brutai must stay beyond his time. And in spite of cries and woes of Nigerians, <laughs> the man is still there. In spite of the fact that what they you know, what they said, there is a man that once you have served your turn, you must go. Yusuf would have whom the National Assembly declared are not fit to hold public office, would have appointed save for pressure because he was going to be reappointed. And you remember Yusuf of the famous uh, Trans, uh, translation and transmission and so on. What are we doing? Nigerians are aware that their security has become worse than it was when Buhari took over. Boko Haram has been decimated. They have technically defeated. Allah Muhammad is always inventing some words. Has Boko Haram been defeated? And some of us make bold to say, why do you ask questions? Why do you see the thing? Before Mr. President Buhari became president of Nigeria, Boko Haram named him as their negotiator with government of Nigeria. Somebody was questioning. And the man said to Jonathan, fighting Boko Haram means fighting not. Every Nigerian had it. What other evidence? Those who said evidence is man where they there when matter done. What other evidence Nigeria? Nigerians know, but they are, they are so good as self-denial. This hidden agenda is becoming, uh, what they call it in boxing, exhibition show. And Nigerians should be aware of it. They tried uh, forceful taking over of land from Benue. Then Mr. President said that he was not aware that the police uh, inspector whom asked to relocate, he was not aware he had not relocated or surprised. He said it in the open and camera caught him. Commander-in-chief, tell IPD to move and you are not aware that he has not moved. Who is fooling who in Nigeria? Nigerians know. Let Mr. President, he, 
like I said at the beginning, you are you remember the question they asked him in the United Nations? And he went answering some other thing. That is failure in the exam. If you are given the question and you don't have, what has hurt men conflict got to do with the killing of Christians? And that brings me to the Muslim. You see, these Muslim lawyers, they are just emphasizing they are formed in defense of Islam. That's the only reason. Supposing El Rufai was not a Muslim, would he not have received, if he was behaving, a Christian behaving the same way as El Rufai, wouldn't Bar Association have dealt with him? But these people ran up, oh, they, they immediately transported as anti-Islam, um, uh, Islam, and they broke off. They are now coming in. They are now supporting Mr. President Johnson. Don't they see that the president, if it's an exam, the man failed. Why are, you, are they killing Christians? Oh, the heart man has a cultural history. That is F. If you're a teacher, when you answer question and you answer that, you got, you just cancel it out of point. And Nigerians know this, but you see, we're a, a, we're a curious people. And I'm asking we, the people of Nigeria, should be able to say no. Because I was talking about exhibition show. We tried from Benue to take land. Uh, my teller said, every land in Nigeria belongs to us. Didn't we hear it? Do we need interpreter? The Nigeria, every land belongs to me. You want to occupy. If you don't, they kill you and occupy the place. That is the challenge. And the minute people will soon accuse me of hate speech. But nobody talks about hate action. All right. What, what, what is greater than hate action that you can, in the night, slaughter men, children, and women, and occupy their land? Because you want your cattle to progress. Don't we have cattle in the South? Don't we have animals in the South? Our culture shows that if you have an animal in the village, it is your response to fence them in so that they don't destroy other people's crop. If they do, you are paying for it. It still exists in my community today. If you go to Riara, it's incumbent on you to have a fence and protect them inside. You go and find feed, which is community local ranching. These people will not try ranching. What is difficult? We say, okay, my teller, you want, come, source for land, put a ranch. Where the animals are restricted and feed, you won't do that. Anyone who comes out six hectares of land, let them come. But they don't want. They left it. They now tried Ruga and gave it a name. The same thing. Today is water resources bill. But my fear, and I want to say it with responsibility, uh, my fear is that when they have tried all these exhibition shows and it doesn't work, Worst things will come. All right, let's let's get in Dr. Gustin here. For for over five years, we have been battling insecurity. What do you think would actually trigger the government? What do you think would spur up responses from this administration when it comes to insurgency and insecurity? Well, I don't think there is any other thing that will happen that has not happened. Uh, we are just waiting for this government to go away. We are you know, patiently expecting that. Uh, the bad times will continue until this uh, APC federal government headed by President Muhammad Buhari leaves office. 
as long as he's there, the boldness, the 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 way they are acting. These people were in Nigeria before, but because they knew that um, nobody's going to give them the opportunity, nobody's going to allow them, even the other uh, Muslims, even the other Fulani men who have been in, uh, at the helm of affairs, at the leadership, they, the abundant language could not uh, permit them to behave the way so recklessly. Uh, the other day, the Mieti Allah came negotiating with uh, the governor of uh, Kaduna State about the killings. And I wondered, oh, which means that these people are not even hiding themselves. So when you come to you are killing people, the governor called for truce, called for meeting, and they appeared. Also helped you, say he, he paid them. Yes, he said so. He so, knew, so he knew that people were So these people are not hidden people. So we are not expecting they are going to change overnight. Uh, we are just praying and bidding for time that everybody will not be killed the same day until they leave office, until the current administration leaves office, uh, which is the prayer of most Nigerians. I'm not now, only praying, my, my dear colleague. <laughs> so yeah? that is... Uh, we should not only pray. We have been told, find how to defend yourself. Because it is coming. Of course, they are not allowing you to defend yourself because they are now mopping up uh, arms, pen knife, machetes, anything they find in other people's houses, they will take. It's going on in Benue State. It's going on in other states that are Christian states, that are, you know, even in Southern Kaduna. They go, you know, uh, looking for, searching for any uh, objects that can uh, be used to orchestrate harm and take away from uh, the Christians. Whereas the people moving in caravans with AK assault rifles. Nobody says anything. And um, if you remember, uh, uh, I'm not, I don't think, because government is in charge of security. Uh, the primary purpose of government is security of lives and property. Yeah. And when they fail, then uh, T.Y. Danjima now called for self-defense. Uh, Melafia called for self-defense. The governor of Benue State called for self-defense, even calling for uh, gun licenses to be, uh, you know, um, liberalized such that people can have a dose of scattered weapons to defend themselves. Because they know that these things, uh, there's nothing that is hidden again. So I'm not expecting that uh, tomorrow they will change their mind. They will rather get worse. They, they are emboldened because one of their own is at the seat of power. So it is when the, the person leaves, it is when this particular administration leaves, that is when you will see them, they retreat back into their shelf. But as long as they are in charge uh, for security and in charge of uh, our daily lives, they will continue to be emboldened. They continue to even, you know, cause more mayhem and they burn properties. No one has ever been caught. Well, when it's time to talk uh, peace, all of them will appear. They will come and sit down that they are the, 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 the other party. So, and nobody will arrest anybody. And nobody will even say any other thing. Which means it is a, uh, in a grandstanding, uh, you know, elite uh, deceit. Uh, they know about it because that you have been rounded up in that meeting. Because so, oh, you are the people perpetrating these things. Even uh, the spokesperson of the president came out to say, "Is either you give up your land or face death." So it looks like a state policy. <laughs> if you don't want to, okay. If, if you prefer your land, then you can go there and die. A government spokesperson. So I don't know what else uh, Adobe you want to hear. So as far as I'm concerned, nobody is expecting them to change tomorrow. Uh, until the admission runs out, then uh, before we now begin to guard our, our arts together, before another person comes to clean the audience table, 
the truth of the matter is that uh, they cannot annihilate Nigeria. They have done their best in terms of security. They have also done their best in harm. Uh, but they will go someday. We hope that someday everything that has a beginning will have an end. That is the prayer of Nigerians. I don't think they will one day you know, begin to change and begin to talk about peace. They are even making excuses for the killers. That you surrender your land. If you don't surrender your land, then uh, you are on your own. So it is an issue of land grabbing matter. It's an issue of, uh, you know, uh, uh, wiping off people. I don't know, want to use the word genocide, but uh, it is not very far away from uh, genocide. What is going on in Southern Kaduna? Uh, Southern Kaduna is predominated by uh, Christians. Uh, down here, down, uh, you know, the Yoruba states and the Igbo states and the Ijo states and other states down south, uh, these are Christians and the people doing the killings, for those arrested, they were from the same side of the north. So uh, everybody is for themselves. God for us all. Uh, I don't think there's nothing we can now do uh, except, right. you know, uh, try to provide the fire security. But you cannot provide enough. These people are more sophisticated in terms of the equipment, even more than the military. The military have confessed. They have confessed. So before they said that uh, Jonathan did not uh, provide arms and ammunition, that is why Boko Haram is overrunning uh, for five years down the line. Uh, they even uh, tried to do shadow boxing and they're lying to Nigerians and they have finished. Didn't we see what the Chadian president did? One or two day operation. We saw it. It was clear this is how to do it. What happened afterwards? Even when the chief of army staff relocated to uh, uh, the, uh, the, the theater of war, what happened? Is there any change? Nothing, nothing changed. I don't know. Oh. All right, so let's let's uh, let's uh, move away from that. Let's get into the second part of the conversation this morning. Remember, you can also join us live. All you have to do is call zero eight zero nine three triple nine nine four five and zero eight zero nine 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 four five nine four five. All right. Information: The federal government has disclosed that it is in talks with some investors to give up majority stakes in the government's four refineries. Uh, the disclosure was made by the Group Managing Director of the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation, NMPC, Melikari, during a discussion program on Wednesday, September 9th. He revealed that the federal government wanted to implement an operating model in which the government-owned NMPC would be a minority shareholder in the assets. He said that the government wanted the LNNG model for the refineries, where the private investors would operate and manage these refineries. Uh, the NMPC boss uh, did not specify how the government planned to transfer the ownership or who they hoped to transfer it to. But he also explained that plans were underway to rehabilitate the four major refineries to start producing at maximum capacity. Um, uh, the plan is expected to place Nigeria as one of the world's biggest exporter of petroleum products within the next three years. He also disclosed that the refineries, which have only worked sporadically for years due to severe underinvestment, would need serious repairs and refurbishment as against the routine turnaround maintenance. All right, Chief Aya, hmm. what are your thoughts? Turn around. Eh? You mentioned turn around. Yes. When did we start hearing about turn around? You see, let nobody deceive anybody. You talk about NNPC. Who is the petroleum minister? Mr. President, number one citizen. And since they came six, nearly six years ago, nobody has thought about changing one, one out of four and turning it around. 
to produce our capacity. The government before him and Jonathan Amrit laid the pipes from Paracot. We have a depot in Enu, we have a depot in Makrudi. How many of them are working? The idea was, instead of carrying fuel and destroying roofs by tankers, that fuel should be pumped. Kadala is a refinery. Why haven't we turned it around? Uh, they have plans. Six out of, uh, of eight years. You have not been able to even turn one around. You have plans to turn them around within two, two years. Who is fooling who? It is again the same thing. Nigerians know these things, and those who speak don't seem to. They take Nigerians for granted. A few of them will speak out. Others will say, mm, leave them alone, no, Jerry. Like my colleague said, probably everybody's going to pray. But as you are praying, please don't close your eyes, both eyes, open one, because there is danger ahead. You have been told to occupy your forest, they have already surrounded you. And I say it loudly to the hearing of any Nigerian. No security man has been able to say, good for information, where? You are harassing Obdiah, he gave you information. You find the radio station. If the radio station is not broadcast Obdiah, my life has how will security know that something but the fact that they are part of the game that is why some people some designated special people must be on that seat you cannot change them because they are playing the same game they know what they are doing all right let's forget forget that all those let's, let's turn around let's go the, on a the, short break. the bill for nnp sabun in the national assembly on t- the eighth assembly wanted to do something. Now, the ninth assembly, which is now dominated by APC, they know what they are doing. Let's stop fully. Let Nigerians stop. Pre- Nigerians know. But they think Nigerians know. They are taking Nigerians for granted. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna halt it there, and we're gonna go on a quick break for the news. When we get back, we'll continue the conversation and, of course, open up the talk lines. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Urban Parliament right here on Urban Radio 94.5. Of course, we still have Chief Ndukaya with us in the studio and Dr. Augustine Okoli. All right, in a bit, we'll open up the talk lines so you can also let us know your thoughts on the conversations this morning. All right, back to you, Chief A. I would love you to finish up your thoughts on the reactions to the story. Yeah, but only, there is nothing to finish up because the facts are there. Look, you remember how the military destroyed the model uh, refineries by the natives instead of encouraging model production. That is what they, they should have done. They're not talking about uh, states investing to, to take over and do the, the thing that federal Remember that petroleum is an, an exclusive list. If you want the states to start doing it, why don't you go and change that constitution? Instead, you're adding more exclusively to the Constitution. You want to take over water resources from the states. And the things are, why don't you remove uh, uh, industries like petroleum, like railways from the exclusively, so that states can now venture into those things? It's like, uh, you know, these things, it's like uh, Inspector General of Police coming to talk about community policing. We will recruit but you will pay. My answer to this thing, keep your, keep your federal legislative uh, exclusive list 
but do the job. If the police, for example, are short of manpower, what you are saying is that when you want to recruit for community pro, uh, 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 policing, recruit from the locality. Don't recruit from another place and post them to the other. Or, on the alternative, allow the states to recruit their men and pay them. The federal government that is in charge of uh, security and police cannot recruit and make state pay. That program is dead on arrival. And I've said it very loudly. The governors may be quiet because of their political interests. But for the ordinary Nigeria, why are they doing this? Petroleum, I talked about turnaround. You had eight years maximum. You've almost paid six. You did not have turn around any, not one, to produce at maximum capacity. You have plans in the next two years. Who says you have next two years? By that time, we get into 2022, all focus will be on election. We've gone through this cycle. So let nobody be deceived. Let Buhari do his worst because he's done enough. He cannot do his worst for the next two years. And Nigerians will bear it. Have you seen the explanation? The best thing that happened to us is the hike in petroleum. And that means hike in every other thing. I used to come here in KK at 200 naira. It's now 300 naira. I could afford it. How many citizens can do that? Food. Under a carabole. And people, and they say, oh, we are doing the best. You kill him. If you're a medi medical doctor, they bring a patient. You kill him first before you find out what is wrong with him. And they're not listening. Nigerians are going through hell. And the government is for the people. It's not for dead, uh, for, for the graveyard. If the president and his team don't hear the cry of Nigeria, now, they can never hear it at all. It looks as if they stuck something in their ear. And that is why they want to gag everybody. You don't talk, you just go to your house. They believe that poverty is a legitimate instrument for dictatorship. That's what we are going through. So let us, let nobody talk about plans to turn around. They have not, they failed, they cannot turn around anything. All right, um, Dr. Gustin, your voice. <coughs> well, um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know if you can see that uh, we are just a people. Uh, other people, other countries are laughing at us. Nigeria has become a laughing stock. We can see what is going on in Ghana. We can see some statements credited to Ghanaian president about Nigeria. So they use Nigeria as a, you know, a jest. Uh, the truth about uh, turnaround maintenance. How many years did it take them to build those refineries? The one in Kaduna, the one in Wari, and the one in Port Harcourt. How many years did it take them to build them? So why is it taking decades to, to do turnaround? Uh, when, I'm no longer talking about the promises made before uh, these people came uh, on board. Because it's part of it. They said they are going to revive Nigerian airways. They said they are going to return uh, Nigerian uh, railway. They promised they are going to uh, build uh, refineries and turn around the one that is existing. They even promised 2019 that is far gone. That by then, uh, they were hoping that um, the Angote refinery will come on board and Nigeria will now reap. Why are they also delaying the commissioning of uh, the largest uh, refinery in the world? 
they don't got the refinery. This is 2020, not 2019. The projected time was 2019. But 2020 is winding up. We are the last quarter of uh, 2020. And now they're increasing the price. And they're now talking about the regulation. All these things were not in the budget. During the budget, uh, you know, uh, statements, we did not hear all these that are going on, which means they are not even following their budget uh, estimates. So the truth is that, uh, like uh, Dr. Ayer said, the modular refineries, the small, small packages, could have been an alternative. The one that will be easily, uh, you know, built, the one that will be easily maintained, and one that is even more functional. Why have they abandoned all that? And the Minister for Petroleum is the Chief Executive Officer and the Chief Security Officer, the CEO of Nigeria uh, PLC, Mr. President. What has he done? Is it now that he's noticing that uh, they have collapsed? So why are they now divesting the same thing that PDP did? They said they sold these things to their friends. They want to now to sell to their own friends. They want to now sell uh, refineries to their own friends and also do the same thing. Why, why do you think it's happening at a time like this? Well, um, when we're battling the, the fuel issue and, and other um, hikes. Well, if somebody comes out to tell you that, oh, I've done my best, that is throwing up. Anytime when I'm expecting something from you, to do something, to do more, to push it. Now they say, oh, leave me alone. I am, I've done my best. It means I've given up. You have, you have, you have given up. So, uh, I, like, we are saying that, uh, even some people who are just, they block their ears, they close their eyes, they continue to support, they continue to drum up, uh, do drum beats and go to dance hall for APC and, uh, you know, this uh, federal, APC federal government. We laugh because we know that, uh, uh, it is a diminishing returns. Everything has got to the worst. There is no any indices of improvement or development in Nigeria. Just name them. Point at it and you see failure, colossal failure. And the reverse. You see the economy? Look at people who were preaching anti-corruption. I don't know any other time corruption has taken, hitting the roof more than now. And you will not even see it until another person comes to the house. They will fight to the last to make sure that their government is not removed. Because if another person enters the house, you will see the, the, the type of damage, the enormity of damage that has been done to our economy. Um, I think uh, Boston Jordan will be happy now because there are the people who called these people to, to come to government. I think uh, Bolatinubu, the leader of uh, APC, took two names to uh, Obasanjo. So which of these people do we now nominate as a presidential candidate? It was clear. It was in the news. It wasn't even a secret. And they said they chose uh, President Muhammad Buhari as the, the, the best person. The and they now came back and said, oh, I know you cannot do well in economics. You can do well in security. Is it, are we secured now? So you see, it's no longer a thing of blame game. It is just we hands up. Uh, because when I say let us go and pray, because you cannot do anything about it. Everything has been so centralized. Come on, then. The structure is such that even governors go begging. And even some people call the president their father. Vice president says it's a father figure. Governors say president. So in such a situation, in such a structure, whereby everybody, everything is centralized, that not even governors. The other day I saw governor of Cross River State crying. Crying and crying profusely that uh, he can see poverty in his state. He expected by, by now to have turned things around. Fellow at which he was crying like a baby. 
Someone will cry when they kill their own people. Like in any state, when people were killed, the governor also took to crying. So they are not, they are not so enamored as to brace up and face the challenges of governance. So it's not crying matter. It's not like crying like Esau Mumbakwe. When the, you know, shortly after the civil war, he was governor of uh, Old Demo State. And the, all these things that are happening now, we're happening then. He took to crying. So it's not crying issue. It's a matter of bracing up and taking autonomy of your state, taking the, you know, uh, uh, the challenges by your hands and try to con take it and confront the issues. Try okay. to deal with it. Look at the security situation. So how can you now talk about, uh, 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 you know, uh, policing, community policing? So that uh, the command, the operational model, will come from the Nigerian police. Did they succeed? Why are we talking about Amoteko? We are they able to contain the, all these things. Why are, why are we now, you know, everybody's crying. Now we go back to the same old uh, bottle and old wine skin. So I don't understand why everybody just surrendered to this structure. So we continue to complain. We continue to say that restructure this country. If you don't restructure this country... In any organization, if you have a fault in managing, you restructure it. You put it into little, little bits, into manageable size. Whether it is in security, whether it is in economy, whether it is in even socioeconomic issues. But since some people have put their hands on the, you know, on the bricks and say, there's no restructuring. But you say uh, national unity uh, is uh, non-negotiable. And I laugh because this democracy belongs to the people. It's a government that belongs to the people. For the people, by the people. But is it, where do they leave the people? Now, post-privatization, post are, are there any prospects at all? Of course. The privatization at the initial time, Nigeria, we are happy that government are not uh, good businessmen. That business are better done by uh, private uh, people. But look at EEDC, for instance. What did they bring to the table? They said they bought uh, the Nepal aspect of uh, Southeast. Enugu, Electricity, uh, for instance, Kaduna, Ikeja, these uh, people that they say they want to buy, buy power. They bought it. What did they bring? Not even a transformer. Not even a single wire. I've not seen them carrying any new thing. So, but they're collecting money. I feel like government is giving them subsidy. And, uh, so, I don't understand it. Why isn't it working with power? It's not working because they did not privatize it. They gave them for, you know, it's just like a logis. Because see if the, you buy something, you turn it around and make it more efficient, make it more productive, make it more workable. Then people will be able to, if you pay for power, then until their money finishes, there should not be power out. out All right. So, but I, uh, the, uh, the problem with us, Nigeria, is not about good policies. It's not about good, uh, you know, uh, semantics. It's not about good arrangement, but it's about operation, about practice, implementation. So they will fail to implement what is wrong with small, small modular refineries that even small countries are doing? They are now building refineries in Niger, but they don't produce oil so that they will sell to Nigerians. Since we have failed to take care of ourselves, they will take care of us. Niger, they don't have any oil rig. They are now uh, building refineries and they are building railway to Niger so that Niger will now take our crude, refine for us and sell to us at the price government have now said have deregulated. So right, they are just deceiving a few people, but we are not deceived. All right, let's uh, get in your thoughts. Zero eight zero nine three triple nine nine four five and zero eight zero nine 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 four five nine four five.
Remember, you can also reach out to us on uh, social media. Twitter is at Urban Radio 945. And we're live on Facebook, so you may also want to drop your comments. It's www.facebook.com forward slash Urban Radio Enugu. And confront the issues. Try to deal with it. Look at the security situation. So how can you now talk about uh, 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 policing, community policing? So that uh, the command... The operational model will come from the Nigerian police. Did they succeed? Why are we talking about Amoteko? Were they able to contain the, all these things? Why are, why are we now, you know, everybody's crying? Now you go back to the same old uh, bottle and old wine skin. So I don't understand why everybody just surrendered to this structure. So we continue to complain. We continue to say that restructure this country. If you don't restructure this country... In any organization, if you have a fault in managing, you restructure it. You put it into little, little bits, into manageable size. Whether it is in security, whether it is in economy, whether it is in even socioeconomic issues. But say some people have put their hands on the, on the bricks and say, there's no restructuring. But you say uh, national unity uh, is uh, non-negotiable. And I laugh because this democracy belongs to the people. It's a government that belongs to the people. For the people, by the people. But is it, where do they leave the people? Now, post-privatization, post are, are there any prospects at all? Of course. The privatization at the initial time, Nigeria, we are happy that government are not uh, good businessmen. That business are better done by uh, private uh, people. But look at EEDC, for instance. What did they bring to the table? They said they bought uh, the Nepal aspect of uh, Southeast. Enugu, Electricity, uh, Kaduna, Ikeja, these uh, people that they say they want to buy, buy power. They bought it. What did they bring? Not even a transformer. Not even a single wire. I've not seen them carrying any new thing. So, but they're collecting money. The federal government is giving them subsidy. And, uh, so, I don't understand it. Why isn't it working with power? It's not working because they did not privatize it. They gave them for, you know, it's just like a Lajis. Because if you buy something, you turn it around and make it more efficient, make it more productive, make it more workable. Then people will be able to, if you pay for power, then until their money finishes, there should not be power out. out All right. So, but I, uh, the, uh, the problem with us, Nigeria, is not about good policies. It's not about good, uh, you know, uh, semantics. It's not about good arrangement, but it's about operation, about practice, implementation. So, they will fail to implement what is wrong with small, small modular refineries that even small countries are doing? They are now building refineries in Niger, but they don't produce oil. So that they will sell to Nigerians. Since we have failed to take care of ourselves, they will take care of us. Niger, they don't have any oil rig. They are now uh, building refineries, and they are building railway to Niger. So that Niger will now take our crude, refine for us, and sell to us at the price government have now said have deregulated. So they right, are just deceiving a few people, but we are not deceived. All right, let's uh, get in your thoughts. Zero eight zero nine three triple nine nine four five and zero eight zero nine 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 four five nine four five. Remember, you can also reach out to us on uh, social media. Twitter is at Urban Radio nine four five, and we're live on Facebook. So you may also want to drop your comments. It's www.facebook.com forward slash Urban Radio Enugu.
Hello, Benignan Trading Group is coming to Enugu. Benignan Trading Group Nigeria Limited is a cosmopolitan corporation poised at delivering excellently with resource to peace, partnership, progress and profit through all her specialized services which involves haulage services and warehousing, real estate development and construction, forex and commodity trade, hospitality management and development. On these services which we stream huge profit, we have invited private investors to invest with Benignan Trading Group, Nigeria Limited, and earn return on investment monthly from 6.5% through to 15%. With Benignan Trading Group, Nigeria Limited, you'd not need to be scared about what the future holds. We are for partnership that would bring peaceful profits. We are located at 105 Abacha Road, opposite Enyo Philly Station, Abuja. Suite 17, Blessed Plaza, beside Custom Barracks, Karo Site, Abuja. We also have offices in Aba, Lagos, and Onicha. You can also Send us an email at benignantradinggroup at gmail.com or call 0907-685-9446 or plus 234-9092-297081. Guy, you don't see that new funny video for Twitter? That one with the boy. You mean this one? What of that brother shaggy news kitty? Where the circulate was up? Oh, this one. What of that meme? Where the guy? <laughs> Wearing mouth open like this, ba? Mr. No, you talk. Which data you they use? No, all these things. Now, glow new data plans get me. <gasps> Are you serious? We just 50 naira. Are they getting 50 MB? And we just 100 naira. Are they getting 150 MB? We have to use chat or browse on top Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, and even Snapchat. Hey, well, no, don't yourself, oh. Dive star 777 hash now. Make you begin the browse they go glow unlimited welcome back the phone lines are open zero eight zero nine three triple nine nine four five and zero eight zero nine 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 four five and nine four five hello good morning hello hello good, good morning time. what's your name and location i greet you all my name is uh you're welcome. Go ahead. I hope you are hearing me. We can hear you. Go ahead. Uh, so I greet everyone one of you in the studio there. So my own contribution is concerning the issue of uh, Nigerian economy and the rest of them and the insecurity that have been going on. So this country is like a, it's a quite opportunity that the Nigerian tenth of Africa in the past it's now a country that uh, people have been making more of, you know? So my own suggestion or what I, I, I think that would have been the best is the imbalance is the inability to to, to to carry everybody along in this very country. That is why we have been going through all these problems today in Nigeria. As a result of imbalance of power sharing this country. Hello. Go ahead quickly. We're listening. Okay. So now look at now. Imagine the uh, as a result of failure to to procure the uh, electoral uh, reform system in Nigeria. That is why you see the government of this country has not been able to deliver they have, what they should be able to deliver to the citizens of this very country. So not only the power should go. Look at many people are marginalized. Some part of the Nigerians have been marginalized. You know? So as a result of that, because of the negligence of some part ethnic groups. So my suggestion is that 
let us begin now to do how let God help us to come up with Southeasterners, how we can get there. All right. Good morning. Hello, good morning. My name good is morning. What's your good name and location? I'm calling from Enugu. You're welcome. Go ahead. Please, I want to say thank you very much to the Nancy Ted in the studio. Um, about the capsule wearing of a pain. Most of these politicians, I don't know the name of these capsules, destroying us in Nigeria. What is being done about it? That's my question. And secondly, nobody's talking about the impeachment of this present movement. When Obama was, was in power and everybody was disturbed, they wanted to impeach him. What's going on now? Is it that we are, we are scared of saying the truth or what? And I believe they are not listening to the radio section now. It's only, it's only the, the formatting that is listening to the radio section. We are pissed off with this government. I mean, believe you, please, just pray and hope that God will make a way of someday. Thank you. All right, thank you so much. Keep the calls coming, 08099945945. Morning. All right, hello, good morning. Hello? Morning, good morning, what's your name? My name is Bernard from Trump. You're welcome, Mr. Bernard. Go ahead. I greet your guest over there. You see, they've spoken enough, especially Panduke. Uh, we don't need to go about hitting the rock. The answer to all these problems the security, the economy, which all of us lose, that it has crumbled. The security situation in Nigeria is worst. It's nothing to write to my family. We've never witnessed such type of a crisis before. Now, what, as far as I'm concerned, if we don't go back to the structure, because I know very well that there are certain people that doesn't want this country to be restructured. Because if we restructure, I think we have solved, solved almost all our problems. Pandukaya has been emphasizing that we should go back to that 2014 conference. Bring out the paper. Let us try to implement water in that paper. But some people don't want it. Simply because they felt that APC were not part of it. Let us help ourselves until we restructure this country. If we don't restructure this country, there's nothing one can do. People will be com complaining. Governors will be complaining. Yet, some cabal, those who think that they own it, will be doing what they, they want. Look at what you said. They asked somebody, why are uh, they uh, killing the Christians? Look at the answer. Is that the answer? Everybody knows the other man said that the diplomats are here. They go to the same market with us. They we are in the church with us. They, they I mean, uh, mingle with us. They know the truth. Why are you lying? Christians are being killed. And all these things are agenda. Why can't we restructure this country? Once we restructure this country, I think we solve our problem. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Bennett. Hello. Hello. Good morning. What's your name and location? 
Yeah, my name is Chuba Lewis. I'm calling from Enugu. You're welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, I am... Uh, first, I will want to say a, a very big thanks to your guest, Nikaya and uh, the other man. They have spoken my mind. They know what is going on in this nation. We are tired of government promises. The other time they say we should wait for 2050. They have been promising and they have not been doing anything to change Nigeria. The last person that talked about this, uh, a structuring Nigeria, the structuring, will the government want that restructuring? They wouldn't want it. They would not want it. And what they want us is, is looking at them for them to be doing the way they like. Talk of the economy. They have failed mostly on that. Talk of uh, security. They have failed mostly on that. And yet, they still want to hold on to power for life. Let me tell Nigerians now. I want to know that Nathanu all right all right, keep the calls coming. Zero eight zero nine three nine 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 four five. Morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name? My name is Samuel. Coming from Enugu. You're welcome. Go ahead. Okay, Peter. I just want to ask uh, my father over there with you in the studio a question for Andukaya. I want to ask you just a simple question. Since I was born in this Nigeria, huh, I've been wondering what makes Nigeria one Nigeria. So if he can simply clarify me and explain to me more and more that what makes Nigeria work, that's my question to him, please. All right. <laughs> Definitely they will react to your thoughts. Hello, good morning. Hello? Good morning. Hello, good morning. I don't think. You're welcome, Moses. Yes. Uh, I want to thank uh, your guest, Mr. and uh, my brother, Uh You see... Uh, they have all spoken well, and that is it. Because one thing that that, that I always like is whenever we hit the truth, the, the, the nail, uh, the, the, the hammer on the, on the head of the nail, I will, I will become, you know, I will become happy. Because uh, if we go round and round, and without telling ourselves the truth, uh, if you see all the things happening under this administration, under uh, on this issue of security, security, you know that Something is highly, something is, is not that everybody is trying to be very careful, even you people on the street or the radio people. Uh, but the point, I just want to support Chipokodie in area of the attitude of American and uh, the foreign powers, because what is happening in this country is not easy at all. Uh, I just want to beg them, not only just uh, making interviews or asking questions. Uh, I knew, I knew at the time that Trump a, a bold step to, uh, to, to, to declare Jerusalem uh, this thing. And at the time, he took a bold step to kill some uh, three, three or two persons here, uh, over there in the Middle East. 
uh, and all of these things control uh, lead to a controversy. But at the end of the day, he succeeded. Please let him use the same force in Nigeria because he's only. That is the only thing that can help us. These people are not ever ready to listen to them. I know that at the time when he warned them not to kill Christians again, but has he stopped? So since all these things continues, please let him do, let him help us out. We are just begging. Uh -huh. And again, I want to beg Chipeya. I know he has the, 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 the two of them there. They have the capacity. Since they know that things like this are happening, let them help us. I'm begging our governors to help us down here because. Since, since we, we know that we are surrounded by enemies, let's go back home and uh, arrange ourselves and uh, put our... Because our major problem is that we are... We are All right, what's your time? Materialized in, the, ...in the national. And if, when we come down to the, our, our place down here, we, our governors will see the materializing us. Please let them help us so that we can unite ourselves in order to be able to fight what is facing us. All right. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. What's your name and location? You're welcome. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, let me refer to your question. You ask your guest in the studio, the killing in spirit, should Mr. President be blessed or who should be blessed? Let me make it very straight, Adobe. Mr. President should be blamed for the killing in Nigeria. It's very simple. You have found out why the killing? We have found out what is happening in the country. What has done to stop it? The cattle rats we are talking about today is a present business. If Mr. President can get up and prescribe IPOB that has no weapon, what stops Mr. President from prescribing Fulani Hesman, from prescribing Bandit, from prescribing uh, uh, Boko Haram? You are you have done your best. If you have done your best, then sit down. Let those that have of it offer go up there. So the killing in Nigeria, Mr. President, is responsible and should be held responsible. Please stop giving us excuses. This is human blood we are wasting. You are wasting human blood and you are telling us you have done your best. What best has you done? I told you, for kind of love, what best has you done? Listen, let me tell you something. Why these things are happening is because. This government believes that people will talk. They have succeeded in arresting everybody, closing everybody's mouth. If you make any dollar arrest, you can sometimes the story will fall. Adobe, Mr. President, is just. All right, please, then, as much as we're all tensed up and want to um, air our views, please, let's mind the segments we put out there. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Adobe. What's your name and location? Hi, Jimmy. I call from Enugu. You're welcome. Go ahead. Good morning, Baeya and Dr. Kole. I'm grateful for your discussion. I am delighted to say that the, pre the president is acting correctly. There is nothing that he has done that is wrong. He has been doing his best, and that is why he told the minister that they are doing best. He congratulated them. Why? Let us go to what um, Olusegun Opasan just said about colonization and Islamization. Let us look into what Danjima said. Let us also look into what Obedea said and what very many other people have said. Are they not in consonance with what 
the president is doing, and he's doing it perfectly. We are here talking about politics. What others are talking about, they are talking about war, and we're talking about 2023. What? Which country are we talking about 2023? We are talking about life first, before we talk about uh, ruling. It's life first. When everybody is killed, who will rule who? Who will stand there to rule Nigeria? It is better we go back and rethink, retrace our steps, and decide on what to do. Because now it is time. I stand for Biafra, and we are getting our Biafra. Thank you. Hello. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name and location? Yeah, this is Louis, by the grace of God, an apostle and Christ ambassador in Enugu. You're welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, I greet everybody in the studio. Pandoka, I raise my cup for you and uh, the other person. Uh, what we are discussing is what we are supposed to discuss. Uh, there is no need taking uh, this. But I want to remind us that every governor that is banning open defecation, open defecation, because there was a time the land was there asked for people to go and uh, defecate. You go to toilet in the bush. But the present condition we are in the country is that the Nigerian government is trying to upgrade itself to, uh, you know, have uh, toiletries and other things like that. That's why they okay, are Brother Louis, this is not the conversation we're having. I know what I'm saying. The same thing is like uh, making available water and the bush for his uh, men. His men, we will not be provided that because the state we are now is that we are going mechanical agriculture and the industrializing of everything. So for government to say that this land or this water, this stream will be given for his men or uh, herders. We have grown more than that. I thought you do not always be patient with me. You think that you are speaking with a staff. When each time I want to say something, you rush me as if I am a stupid person. No, we don't, we don't have all the time in the world. Brother Louis, hold on. We don't have all the time in the world, okay? So if you want to make your statements or your comments, go straight to the point and don't start with preambles or stories. We still have a lot of people on the line who want to call in and also air their views, okay? No one is, no one is against you speaking your mind. We, this is the pr- platform we created. We get to take your calls every single morning so you, we can at least hear what you have in your heart, what you want to put out there, things that you're not comfortable with no one is against your thoughts but make it snappy other people would love to also get their voices heard that's the point i'm trying to make hello good morning yeah i am i am Chinedu from Afiko. good morning you're welcome go ahead uh, yeah i'm talking about what you people are saying about uh, uh the ongoing of these people, how they handle Nigerians. And I am saying that we continue complaining, 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 complaining. Complaining is not the matter. Actions speak louder than voice. Uh, and remind you that I'm telling you now that uh, a coward died 100 times before his death. 
We cannot expect these people to go out from government. Hence, they are here by force and by fire, holding us captive. And the whole Nigerians cannot do anything. I am saying, let us do something in order to show that we are not a cage. Thank you. All right, let's uh, get in one last call before we get back to our guests uh, to react. Zero eight zero nine three nine 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 four five. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name? Good morning. My name is Augusto Abu. You're welcome. Go ahead. in as much as we're trying to still air our thoughts. Okay, let's also try to get facts straight so we don't put up or put out the, the, the wrong information. All right, that's all we're taking for the calls. Let's quickly get back to our guests. Starting with you, uh, Dr. Augustine, I would love your reactions on the comments of the callers. Well, uh, Adobe, you can say that it's like a referendum. All of them are shooting at the same point. Uh, government have officially rejected the report on uh, the killings of uh, Christians in Nigeria. Uh, government officially uh, did not uh, accept that uh, report. Uh, they just tried to pull the report, but the report is very, very clear. It is organic, it is still happening, it is ongoing, and uh, the people, if you ask Nigerians, they will say the same thing. Uh, the time the Transparency International came out with their own report, all the human rights organizations have put out the same report, uh, the Christian community, the bishops, they came to report. Uh, the you know the Catholic, the uh, Anglican, the all the uh, you know um, faith-based organizations have come to uh, report, and nothing has changed. So that is uh, for the issue of uh, killings, and that is why, like I said, I was disappointed that the global community are just watching. The global community are just watching the killings, and they just uh, taking it in their strides. They have not done anything. They have not brought the matter to the point where solutions will, uh, you know, uh, come. Now, as for the refineries and Nigeria uh, government coming out now to say they want to outsource the management of uh, the refineries, they are not even talking about uh, building their own refineries or changing hands. Initially, uh, we learned that it was a Russian, uh, Russian technology that was used to build refinery. It was difficult. It cannot be turned around. Why can't we build new ones? Who built those ones? How many years did it take? How many years did it take to build the Todd Mellon Bridge? How much was used to build the Todd Mellon Bridge? And so when you see a uh, uh, lackluster performance, when you see ineptitude and inefficiency, when you see people denying, you know, what they should acknowledge, 
Uh, how many years did it take to build Enuguanisha Road? How many years is it taking them to maintain it and put it back into shape? So you can see that uh, the things are getting worse uh, with time. Uh, 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 some people have given up. Uh, some people are not giving up. But government have to take up responsibility. And uh, it is a call up at uh, time. Some people say we should, uh, the, what we are saying does not uh, cross a uh, ninth mile. I don't think so. Uh, it is disturbing the next class sometimes they'll come out and start making some explanations. Uh, they, may, they may not uh, respond uh, as quickly as we want. They may not uh, respond with action as we want. But uh, certainly we are putting the whole situation at their door mode. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Nigerians should continue to uh, speak. Uh, don't, you know, somebody said, let us use force. And there's no, we don't have any force. It is only government that have uh, the instrument of coercion. Uh, they control the, uh, all the armed forces. We are just uh, civilians and we are, you know, citizens who deserve and who desire uh, safety, who desire right. good governance and who desire good economy. So government should uh, be more responsible and they do the right thing. And I don't understand the issue of uh, open and increasing the fuel uh, subsidy and also uh, the pump price and uh, also uh, tax everywhere. Uh, they told us that the things are going to be hard, but we didn't know that it's going to be this hard. Uh, Mr. President promised immediately after his election that uh, Nigerians are going to see uh, hard times. I think uh, he's living up to his billions. Chief, Chief well, um, my young man asked me <laughs> who made Nigeria one. Nigeria came into existence by a forced amalgamation of northern and southern protectorates of the British colonial masters. Otherwise, there was no Nigeria. Uh, having said that, there is an advantage in being a big country if you are properly harnessed. A lot of advantage. But the fact that we are all incompatible in our way. That was why, after 100 years of first British amalgamation, President Jonathan called a national conference. Look, we were forced to live together. Through these hundred years, we have had many trouble. Can you come now? Let us sit down and discuss how we are going to live together. That was the aim of the national conference of 2014. And everybody invited to that conference went except the APC. They refused to go. They were invited like other political parties. And when at the end of that conference, the wise men, 49 men, women, youth, students, came out with 623 unanimous resolutions. Mr. President, his answer when he took office, that document is good for the waste paper basket. You can see the level. Trump set a question for your president. The president ha didn't have an answer. So he went on a topic that was not involved. We have seen it in the United Nations. Finally, I would like to appeal to our people. Civil resistance doesn't mean taking up of arms. If our people are so badly treated, I have said it here. Operation stops when the oppressed says no. These things are happening because we, the people of Nigeria, are prepared to take it. If you have a, ma a, 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 a maid in the house whom you maltreat every day, one day she wakes up and says, Oga, okay, 
Enough is enough. Kill me now. I will not do this thing again. You have option to sack her and look for somebody. If you don't sack her, you kill her. You have nobody again to oppress. We are not asking Nigeria to take over, but there are certain the NBA has started it by their action on El Rufai. But you can see the reaction of the Muslims uh, uh, lawyers. They right. they've interpreted. So uh, I don't trust Tinubu when they were campaigning. If you have problem, turn to the general. I'm asking Tinubu. We have talked to the general. What is the result? He's quiet. Politicians are dangerous people. They sing from both sides of their mouth. My dear people, we pray. I'm urging Nigerians to know that all of us should now start. Bring this 2014 conference. Let us look at the social, economic, political implications and get a constitution that goes according to those 623 unanimous resolutions. Right. They addressed our problems for 100 years on how we can live together as a country. Of course, you know, and nobody will tell us that many young people, especially Ndibu, they are talking about Nigeria. They are not interested anymore. You can kill them, but somebody has said, oh, Biafra will come. Okay, that's, that's all for the parliament this morning. Thank you so much, gentlemen. A big thank you to Chief Ndokeria for your time. Thank you very much. And thank you so much, Dr. Augustine Okoli. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks for being part of the program. The Parliament is back next week, Monday next week. Stay with us. The rest of the Urban Radio programming continues. My name is Adobe Lozi. Have a nice weekend. Thanks for tuning in to Urban Radio 94.5 FM. Please note that opinions and submissions on all our platforms are strictly that of the guests and all callers. These submissions does not represent the Urban Radio establishment. We support a better nation through constructive dialogue and criticisms for a better society. Urban Radio, your home for music, talk and sports. Welcome back to the Urban Parliament right here on Urban Radio 94.5. Of course, we still have Chief Ndukaya with us in the studio and Dr. Augustine Okoli. All right, in a bit, we'll open up the talk lines so you can also let us know your thoughts on the conversations this morning. All right, back to you, Chief A. I would love you to finish up your thoughts on the reactions to the story. Uh, There is nothing to finish up because the facts are there. Look, you remember how the military destroyed the model uh, refineries by the natives instead of encouraging model production. That is what they, they should have done. They're not talking about uh, states investing to, to take over and do the, the thing that federal government. Remember that petroleum is an, an exclusive list. If you want the states to start doing it, why don't you go and change that constitution? Instead, you're adding more exclusively to the constitution. You want to take over water resources from the states. And the things are, why don't you remove uh, uh, industries like petroleum, like railways from the exclusively so that states can now venture into those things? It's like, uh, you know, these things, it's like uh, Inspector General of Police coming to talk about community policing. We will recruit but you will pay. My answer to this thing, keep your, keep your federal 
legislative uh, exclusive list, but do the job. If the police, for example, are short of manpower, what you are saying is that when you want to recruit for community pro, uh, 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 policing, recruit from the locality. Don't recruit from another place and post them to the other. Or, on the alternative, allow the states to recruit their men and pay them. The federal government that is in charge of uh, security and police cannot recruit and make states pay. That program is dead on arrival. And I've said it very loudly. The governors may be quiet because of their political interests. But for the other Nigeria, why are they doing this? Petroleum, I talked about turnaround. You had eight years maximum. You've almost made six. You did not have turn around any, not one, to produce at maximum capacity. You have plans in the next two years. Who says you have next two years? By that time, we get into 2022. All focus will be on election. We've gone through this cycle. So let nobody be deceived. Let Buhari do his worst because he's done enough. He cannot do his worst for the next two years. And Nigerians will bear it. Have you seen the explanation? The best thing that happened to us is the hike in petroleum. And that means hike in every other thing. I used to come here in KK at 200 naira. It's now 300 naira. I could afford it. How many citizens can do that? Food. Under a carabao. And people, and they say, oh, we are doing the best. You kill him. If you're a medi medical doctor, they bring a patient. You kill him first before you find out what is wrong with him. And they're not listening. Nigerians are going through hell. And the government is for the people. It's not for dead, uh, for, for the graveyard. If the president and his team don't hear the cry of Nigeria, now they can never hear it at all. It looks as if they struck something in their ear. And that is why they want to gag everybody. You don't talk. You just go to your house. They believe that poverty is a legitimate instrument for dictatorship. That's what we are going through. So let us let nobody talk about plans to turn around. They have not. They failed. They cannot turn around anything. All right, um, Dr. Gustin, your voice. <coughs> well, um, <coughs> uh, I don't know if you can see that uh, we are just a people. Uh, other people, other countries are laughing at us. Nigeria have become a laughing stock. We can see what is going on in Ghana. We can see some statements credited to Ghanaian president about Nigeria. So they use Nigeria as a, you know, a jest. Uh, the truth about uh, turnaround maintenance, how many years did it take them to build those refineries? The one in Kaduna, the one in Wari, the one in Portacourt. How many years did it take them to build them? So why is it taking decades to, to do turnaround? Uh, when, I'm no longer talking about the promises made before uh, these people came uh, on board. Because it's part of it. They said they are going to revive Nigerian airways. They said they are going to return uh, Nigerian uh, railway. They promise they are going to uh, build uh, refineries and turn around the one that is existing. They even promised 2019 that is far gone. That by then, uh, they were hoping that um, the Angote refinery will come on board and Nigeria will now reap. Why are they also delaying 
the commissioning of uh, the largest uh, refinery in the world. They then got the refinery. This is 2020, not 2019. The projected time was 2019. But 2020 is winding up. We are the last quarter of uh, 2020. And now they're increasing the price. And they're now talking about the regulation. All these things were not in the budget. During the budget, uh, you know, uh, statements, we did not hear all these that are going on, which means they are not even following their budget uh, estimates. So the truth is that, uh, like uh, Dr. Ayer said, the modular refineries, the small, small packages, could have been an alternative. The one that will be easily, uh, you know, built, the one that will be easily maintained, and one that is even more functional. Why have they abandoned all that? And the Minister for Petroleum is the Chief Executive Officer and the Chief Security Officer, the CEO of Nigeria uh, PLC, Mr. President. What has he done? Is it now that he's noticing that uh, they have collapsed? So why are they now divesting the same thing that PDP did? They said they sold these things to their friends. They want to now to sell to their own friends. They want to now sell uh, refineries to their own friends and also do the same thing. Why, why do you think it's happening at a time like this? Well, um, when we're battling the, the fuel issue and, and other um, hikes. Well, if somebody comes out to tell you that, oh, I've done my best, that is throwing up. Anytime when I'm expecting something from you to do something, to do more, to push it. Now they say, oh, leave me alone. I am, I've done my best. It means I have given up. You have, you have, you have given up. So, uh, I, like we are saying that, uh, even some people who are just, they block their ears, they close their eyes, they continue to support, they continue to drum up, uh, do drum beats and go to dance hall for APC and, uh, you know, this uh, federal, APC federal government. We laugh because we know that uh, uh, it is a diminishing returns. Everything has got to the worst. There is no any indices of improvement or development in Nigeria. Just name them. Point at it. And you see failure, colossal failure, and the reverse. You see the economy? Look at people who we are preaching anti-corruption. I don't know any other time corruption has taken, hitting the roof more than now. And you will not even see it until another person comes to the house. They will fight to the last to make sure that their government is not removed. Because if another person enters the house, you will see the, the, the type of damage. The enormity of damage that have been done to our economy. Um, I think our boss Angel then will be happy now. Because there are the people who called these people to, to come to government. I think uh, Bola Tinubu, the leader of uh, APC, took two names to uh, boss Angel. Say, which of these people do we now nominate as a presidential candidate? It was clear. It was in the news. It wasn't even a secret. And they said they chose uh, President Muhammad Buhari as the, the, the best person. To the and they now came back and said, oh, I know you cannot do well in economics. You can do well in security. Is it, are we secured now? So you see, it's no longer a thing of blame game. It is just with hands up. Uh, because when I say let us go and pray, because you cannot do anything about it. Everything has been so centralized. Come on, then. The structure is such that even governors go begging. And even some people call the president their father. Vice president says it's a father figure. Governor say president. So in such a situation, in such a structure, whereby everybody, everything is centralized, that not even governors. The other day I saw governor of Cross River State crying. Crying and crying profusely that uh, he can see poverty in his state. 
He expected by, by now to have turned things around. Fellow at which he was crying like a baby. Some other people cried when they killed their own people. Like in Enugu State, when people were killed, the governor also took to crying. So they are not, they are not so enamored as to brace up and face the challenges of governance. So it's not crying matter. It's not like crying like a Sam Mbakwe. When the, you know, shortly after the civil war, he was governor of uh, Old Demo State. And all these things that are happening now, we're happening then. He took to crying. So it's not crying issue. It's a matter of bracing up and taking autonomy of your state, taking the, you know, uh, uh, the challenges by your hands and try to con take it and confront the issues, try okay. to deal with it. Look at the security situation. So how can you now talk about, uh, 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 you know, uh, policing, community policing? So that uh, the command, the operational model, will come from the Nigerian police. Did they succeed? Why are we talking about Amoteko? We are they able to contain the, all these things. Why are, why are we now, you know, everybody's crying. Now we go back to the same old uh, bottle and old wine skin. So I don't understand why everybody just surrendered to this structure. So we continue to complain, we continue to say that restructure this country. If you don't restructure this country, in any organization, if you have a fault in managing, you restructure it. You put it into little, little bits, into manageable size. Whether it is in security, whether it is in economy, whether it is in even socioeconomic issues. But say some people have put their hands on the, on the bricks and say, there's no restructuring. But you say uh, national unity uh, is uh, non-negotiable. And I laugh because this democracy belongs to the people. It's a government that belongs to the people. For the people, by the people. But is it, where do they leave the people? Now, post-privatization, post are, are there any prospects at all? Of course. The privatization at the initial time, Nigeria, we are happy that government are not uh, good businessmen. That business are better done by uh, private uh, people. But look at EEDC, for instance. What did they bring to the table? They said they bought uh, the Nepal aspect of uh, Southeast. Enugu, electricity, uh, for instance, Kaduna, Ikeja, these uh, people that they say they want to buy, buy power. They bought it. What did they bring? Not even a transformer. Not even a single wire. I've not seen them carrying any new thing. So, but they're collecting money. The federal government is giving them subsidy. And I, I, so, I don't understand it. Why isn't it working with power? It's not working because they did not privatize it. They gave them for, you know, it's just like a logis. Because see if they, you buy something, you turn it around and make it more efficient, make it more productive. Make it more workable. Then people will be able to, if you pay for power, then until the money finishes, there should not be power out. out All right. So, but I, uh, the, uh, the problem with us, Nigeria, is not about good policies. It's not about good, uh, you know, uh, semantics. It's not about good arrangement. But it's about operation, about practice, implementation. So, they will fail to implement. What is wrong with small, small modular refineries that even small countries are doing. They are now building refineries in Niger, but they don't produce oil so that they will sell to Nigerians. Since we have failed to take care of ourselves, they will take care of us. Niger, they don't have any oil rig. They are now uh, building refineries and they are building railway to Niger so that Niger will now take our crude, refine for us and sell to us at the price government have now said they have deregulated. So right, they are just deceiving a few people, but we are not deceived. All right, let's uh, get in your thoughts. Zero eight zero nine three triple nine nine four five and zero eight zero nine 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 four five nine four five.
Remember, you can also reach out to us on uh, social media. Twitter is at Urban Radio 945. And we're live on Facebook, so you may also want to drop your comments. It's www.facebook.com forward slash Urban Radio Enugu. And confront the issues. Try to deal with it. Look at the security situation. So how can you now talk about uh, 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 you know, uh, policing, community policing so that uh, the command, the operational model, will come from the Nigerian police? Did they succeed? Why are we talking about Amoteko? Were they able to contain the, all these things? Why are, why are we now, you know, everybody's crying. Now we go back to the same old uh, bottle and old wine skin. So I don't understand why everybody just surrendered to this structure. So we continue to complain, we continue to say that restructure this country. If you don't restructure this country, in any organization, if you have a fault in managing, you restructure it. You put it into little, little bits, into manageable size. Whether it is in security, whether it is in economy, whether it is in even socioeconomic issues. But say some people have put their hands on the, on the brakes and say, there's no restructuring. But you say national unity uh, is uh, non-negotiable. And I laugh because... This democracy belongs to the people. It's a government that belongs to the people, for the people, by the people. But is it, where do they live, the people? Now, post-privatization, post are, are there any prospects at all? Of course. The privatization at the initial time, Nigeria, we are happy that governments are not uh, good businessmen. That business are better done by uh, private uh, people. But look at EEDC, for instance. What did they bring to the table? They said they bought uh, the Nepal aspect of uh, Southeast. Enugu, Electricity, uh, for instance, Kaduna, Ikeja, these uh, people that they said they want to buy, buy power. They bought it. What did they bring? Not even a transformer. Not even a single wire. I've not seen them carrying any new thing. So, but they're collecting money. The federal government is giving them subsidy. And I, I, so, so, I don't understand it. Why isn't it working with power? It's not working because they did not privatize it. They gave them for, you know, it's just like a lajis. Because see if the, you buy something, you turn it around and make it more efficient, make it more productive, make it more workable. Then people will be able to, if you pay for power, then until their money finishes, there should not be power out. out All right. So, but I, uh, the, uh, the problem with us, Nigeria, is not about good policies. It's not about good, uh, you know, uh, semantics. It's not about good arrangement, but it's about operation about practice, implementation. So they will fail to implement. What is wrong with small, small modular refineries that even small countries are doing? They are now building refineries in Niger, but they don't produce oil so that they will sell to Nigerians. Since we have failed to take care of ourselves, they will take care of us. Niger, they don't have any oil rig. They are now uh, building refineries and they are building railway to Niger so that Niger will now take our crude, refine for us, and sell to us at the price government have now said they have deregulated. So they are just deceiving a few people, but we are not deceived. All right, let's uh, get in your thoughts. 08093999945 and 08099945945. Remember, you can also reach out to us on uh, social media. Twitter is at Urban Radio 945. And we're live on Facebook, so you may also want to drop your comments. It's www.facebook.com forward slash Urban Radio Enugu.
Hello, Benignan Trading Group is coming to Enugu. Benignan Trading Group Nigeria Limited is a cosmopolitan corporation poised at delivering excellently with resource to peace, partnership, progress and profit through all her specialized services which involves haulage services and warehousing, real estate development and construction, forex and commodity trade, hospitality management and development. On these services which we stream huge profit, we have invited private investors to invest with Benignan Trading Group, Nigeria Limited, and earn return on investment monthly from 6.5% through to 15%. With Benignan Trading Group, Nigeria Limited, you'd not need to be scared about what the future holds. We are for partnership that would bring peaceful profits. We are located at 105 Abacha Road, opposite Enyo Filling Station, Abuja. Suite 17, Blessed Plaza, beside Custom Barracks, Karo Site, Abuja. We also have offices in Aba, Lagos, and Onicha. You can also Send us an email at benignantradinggroup at gmail.com or call 0907-685-9446 or plus 234-9092-297081. Guy, you don't see that new funny video for Twitter? That one with the boy. You mean this one? What of that brother Shaggy News Kitty? Where the circulate was up? Oh, this one. What of that meme? Where the guy? <laughs> when match open like this, ba? Mr. No, you talk. Which data you they use? No, all these things. Now, glow new data plans get me. Uh, are you serious? We just 50 naira. Are they get 50 MB? And we just 100 naira. Are they get 150 MB? We have to use chat or browse on top Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, and even Snapchat. Uh, when no, you... don't yourself, oh. Dial star 777 hash now. Make you begin the browse they go glow unlimited welcome back the phone lines are open zero eight zero nine three triple nine nine four five and zero eight zero nine 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 four five nine four five hello good morning hello hello good morning what's your name and location i greet you all my name is uh you're welcome. Go ahead. I hope you are hearing me. We can hear you. Go ahead. Uh, so, so I greet everyone one of you in the studio there. So my own contribution is concerning the issue of uh, Nigerian economy and the rest of them and the insecurity that have been going on. So this country is like a, it's a quite unfortunate that the Nigerian being of Africa in the past it's now a country that uh, people have been making more of, you know? So my own suggestion or what I, I, I think that would have been the best is the imbalance is the inability to to, to to carry everybody along in this very country. That is why we have been going through all these problems today in Nigeria. As a result of imbalances of power sharing this country. Hello. Go ahead quickly. We're listening. Uh, so now look at now. Imagine the uh, as a result of failure to to procure the uh, electoral uh, reform system in Nigeria. That is why you see the government of this country has not been able to deliver <laughs> what they should be able to deliver to the citizens of this very country. So not only the power should go. So we are supposed to look at many people are marginalized. Some part of the Nigerians have been marginalized. You know? So as a result of that, because of the negligence of some part ethnic groups. So my suggestion is that 
let us begin now to do how let God help us to come up we Southeasterners, how we can get there. All right. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name and location? I'm calling from Enugu. You're welcome. Go ahead. Please, I want to say thank you very much to the Nancy Ted studio. Um, about the capsule wearing of a pin. Most of these politicians, I don't know the end of these capsules, destroying us in Nigeria. What is being done about it? That's my question. And secondly, nobody's talking about the impeachment of this present movement. When Obasanjo was, was in power and everything was disturbed, they wanted to impeach him. What's going on now? Is it that we are, we are scared of saying the truth or what? And I believe they are not listening to the radio section now. It's only, it's only the, the formatting that is listening to the radio section. We are pissed off with the government. I mean, please, please, just pray and hope that God will make a way for us someday. Thank you. All right, thank you so much. Keep the calls coming, zero eight zero nine 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 four five nine four five. Morning. All right, hello, good morning. Hello? Good morning, Adobe. Good morning, what's your name? My name is Bernard from Trantico. You're welcome, Mr. Bernard. Go ahead. I greet your guest over there. You see, they've spoken enough. Especially uh, we don't need to go about hitting the rock. The answer to all these problems, the security, the economy, which all of us lose, that it has crumbled. The security situation in Nigeria is worse. It's nothing to write to my past. We've never witnessed such type of a crisis before. Now, what, as far as I'm concerned, if we don't go back to the structure, because I know very well that there are certain people that doesn't want this country to be restructured. Because if we restructure, I think we have solved, solved almost all our problems. Andukaya has been emphasizing that we should go back to that 2014 confirmation. Bring out the paper. Let us try to implement water in that paper. But some people don't want it. Simply because they felt that APC were not part of it. Let us help ourselves. Until we restructure this country. If we don't restructure this country, there's nothing one can do. People will be com- complaining. Governors will be complaining. Yet, some cabal, those who think that they own it, We'll be doing what they, they want. Look at what you say. They ask somebody, why are uh, they uh, killing the Christians? Look at the answer. Is that the answer? Everybody knows. The other man said that the diplomats are here. They go to the same market with us. They we are in the church with us. They I mean, uh, mingle with us. They know the truth. Why are you lying? Christians are being killed. And all these things are agenda. Why can't we restructure this country? Once we restructure this country, I think we solve our problem. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Bennett. Hello. Hello. Good morning. What's your name and location? 
Yeah, my name is Ochoba Louis. I'm calling from the other time they say we should wait for 2050. They have been promising and they have not been doing anything to change Nigeria. The last person that talked about the uh, structuring Nigeria, the structuring, will the government want that restructuring? They wouldn't want it. They would not want it. And what they want us is, is looking at them for them to be doing the way they like. Talk of economy, they have failed mostly on that. Talk of uh, security, they have failed mostly on that, and yet they still want to hold on to power for life. Let me tell Nigerians now. I want on Akereka, Ndibani, Ndibo, Nathan, Obani, Ogu, Tekita, Ndwani, Ndwani, Ndwani. All right. All right, keep the calls coming. Zero eight zero nine three nine 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 four five. Morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name? My name is Samuel. I'm coming from Enugu. You're welcome. Go ahead. Okay. Please, uh, I just want to ask uh, my father over there with you in the studio a question about Endokaya. I want to ask you just a simple question. Since I was born in this Nigeria, huh, I've been wondering what makes Nigeria one Nigeria. So if you can simply clarify me and explain to me more and more that, what makes Nigeria one? That's my question to him, please. All right. <laughs> Definitely they will react to your thoughts. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Adobe. You're welcome, Moses. Yes. Uh, I want to thank uh, your guest, Mr. and uh, my brother, uh, uh You see, uh, they have all spoken well, and that is it. Because one thing that, that, that I always like Whenever we hit the truth, the, the, the nail, uh, the, the, the hammer on the, on the head of the nail, I'll become, you know, I'll become happy. Because uh, if we go round and round, and without telling ourselves the truth, uh, if you see all the things happening under this administration, under the, uh, on this issue of security, insecurity, you know that something is highly... Something is just that everybody is trying to be very careful, even you people on the uh, radio people. Uh, but the point, I just want to support Chikokodie in area of the attitude of American and uh, the foreign powers, because what is happening in this country is not easy at all. Uh, I just want to thank them, not only just uh, making interviews or asking questions. Uh, I, knew, I knew at the time that Trump took a, a bold step uh, to, to, to declare Jerusalem uh, this thing. And at the time, he took a bold step to kill some uh, three, three or two persons yeah, uh, over there in the Middle East. 
uh, and all of these things control lead to a control by but at the end of the day he succeeded. Please let him use the same force in Nigeria because it's only it's only, that is the only thing that can help us. These people are not ever ready to listen to them. I know that at the time when he warned them not to kill Christians again, but has he stopped? So since all these things continues, please let him do let him help us out. We are just begging. Uh -huh. And again, I want to beg to say, yeah, I know he's had the, 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 the two of them there, they have the capacity. Since they know that things like this are happening, let them help us. In begging our governor to help us down here, because since, since we, we know that we are surrounded by enemies, let's go back home and uh, arrange ourselves and uh, put our, because our major problem is that we are... We are All right, what's your time? In the, ...in the national. And if, when we come down to the, our, our place down here, we, our governors will see the marginalizing us. Please let them help us so that we can unite ourselves in order to be able to fight what is facing us. All right. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. What's your name and location? You're welcome. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, let me refer to your question. You ask your guest in the studio. The killing in spirit should Mr. President be blessed or who should be blessed? Let me make it very straight, Adobe. Mr. President should be blamed for the killing in It's very simple. You have found out why the killing. You have found out what is happening in the country. What has done to stop it? The cattle we are talking about today is a present business. If Mr. President can get up and prescribe IPOB that has no weapon, what stops Mr. President from prescribing Tulani Hesmen, from prescribing Bandit, from prescribing uh, uh, Boko Haram? You are saying that you have done your best. If you have done your best, then sit down. Let those that have a bit of offer go up there. So the killing in Nigeria, Mr. President, is responsible and should be held responsible. Please stop giving us excuses. This is human blood. You are wasting. You are wasting human blood and you are telling us you have done your best. What best has you done? I told you, if you cannot love, what best has you done? Listen, let me tell you something. Why these things are happening is because this government believes that people will talk. They have succeeded in arresting everybody. Who was in everybody's mouth? If you make any dollar arrest, you can give some time. The story will open. Adobe, Mr. President, is just. All right, please, then, as much as we're all tensed up and want to um, air our views, please, let's mind the segments we put out there. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Adobe. What's your name and location? Hi, Jimmy. I call from the interview. You're welcome. Go ahead. Good morning, Faeya and Dr. Kole. I'm grateful for your discussion. I am delighted to say that the, pre the president is acting correctly. There is nothing that he has done that is wrong. He has been doing his best, and that is why he told the ministers that they are doing best. He congratulated them. Why? Let us go to what um, Olusegun Opasan just said about Islamization and Islamization. Let us look into what Danjima said. Let us also look into what Obeda has said and what very many other people have said. Are they not in consonance with what 
the president is doing, and he's doing it perfectly. We are here talking about politics. While others are talking about, they are talking about war, and we're talking about 2023. What? Which country are we talking about 2023? We are talking about life first. Before we talk about uh, ruling, it's life first. When everybody is killed, who will rule who? Who will stand there to rule Nigeria? It is better we go back and rethink, retrace our steps, and decide on what to do. Because now it is time. I stand for Biafra, and we are getting our Biafra. Thank you. Hello. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name and location? Yeah, this is Louis, by the grace of God, an apostle and Christ ambassador in Enugu. You're welcome. Go ahead. Yeah, I greet everybody in the studio. Pandoka, I raise my cup for you and uh, the other person. Uh, what we are discussing is what we are supposed to discuss. Uh, there is no need. But I want to remind us that every governor that is banning open defecation, open defecation, because there was a time the land was there asked for people to go and defecate. You go to toilet in the bush. But the present condition we are in the country is that the Nigerian government is trying to upgrade itself to, uh, you know, have toiletries and other things like that. That's why they okay, are Okay, Brother Louis, this is not the conversation we're having. I know what I'm saying. The same thing, like uh, making available water and the bush for his uh, men. His men will not be provided that same because the state we are now is that we are going mechanical agriculture and the industrializing of everything. So for government to say that this land or this water, this stream will be given for headmen or headers, we have grown more than that. I thought you do not always be patient with me. You think that you are speaking with yourself. When it's time I want to say something, you will rush me. As if uh, I am a stupid person. No, we don't, we don't have all the time in the world. Brother Louis, hold on. We don't have all the time in the world, okay? So if you want to make your statements or your comments, go straight to the point and don't start with preambles or stories. We still have a lot of people on the line who want to call in and also air their views, okay? No one is, no one is against you speaking your mind. We, this is the platform we created. We get to take your calls every single morning so we can at least hear what you have in your heart what you want to put out there things that you're not comfortable with no one is against your thoughts but make it snappy other people would love to also get their voices heard that's the point i'm trying to make hello good morning yeah i am i am from good morning you're welcome go ahead uh, yeah i'm talking about what you people are saying about uh, uh the of these people, how they handle Nigerians. And I am saying that we continue complaining, 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 complaining. Complaining is not a matter. Action speaks louder than voice. Uh, and remind you that I am telling you now that uh, a coward died 100 times before his death. 
We cannot expect these people to go out from government. Hence, they are here by force and by fire, holding us captive. And the, the whole Nigerians cannot do anything. That I am saying, let us do something in order to show that we are not in cage. Thank you. All right, let's uh, get in one last call before we get back to our guests uh, to react. Zero eight zero nine three nine 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 four five. Hello, good morning. Good morning. What's your name? My name is from You're welcome. Go ahead. in as much as we're trying to still air our thoughts. Okay, let's also try to get facts straight so we don't put up or put out the, the, the wrong information. All right, that's all we're taking for the calls. Let's quickly get back to our guests. Starting with you, uh, Dr. Augustine, I would love your reactions on the comments of the callers. Well, uh, Adobe, you can say that uh, it's like a referendum. All of them are shooting at the same point. Uh, government have officially rejected the report on uh, the killings of uh, Christians in Nigeria. Uh, government officially uh, did not uh, accept that uh, report. Uh, they just tried to pull the report, but the report is very, very clear. It is organic. It is still happening. It is ongoing. And uh, the people, if you ask Nigerians, they will say the same thing. Uh, the time the Transparency International came out with their own report, all the human rights organizations have put out the same report, uh, the Christian community, the bishops, they came to report, uh, the, you know, the Catholic, the uh, Anglican, the, all the, uh, you know, uh, faith-based organizations have come to uh, report and nothing has changed. So that is uh, for the issue of uh, killings. And that is why, like I said, I was disappointed that the global community are just watching. The global community are just watching the killings and they're just uh, taking it in their strides. They have not done anything. They have not brought the matter to the point where solutions will uh, you know, uh, come. Now, as for the refineries and Nigeria uh, government coming out now to say they want to outsource the management of uh, the refineries. They are not even talking about uh, building their own refineries or changing hands. Initially, uh, we learned that it was a Russian, uh, Russian technology that was used to build refinery. It was difficult. It cannot be turned around. Why can't we build new ones? Who built those ones? How many years did it take? How many years did it take to build the Third Mainland Bridge? How much was used to build the Third Mainland Bridge? And so when you see uh, uh, lackluster performance, when you see ineptitude and inefficiency, when you see people denying, you know, what they should acknowledge, uh, how many years did it take 
to build any Guanisha road. How many years is it taking them to maintain it and put it back into shape? So you can see that uh, the things are getting worse uh, with time. Uh, some people have given up. Uh, some people are not giving up. But government have to take up responsibility. And uh, it is a call up uh, time. Some people say we should, uh, the, what we are saying does not uh, cross a uh, ninth mile. I don't think so. Uh, it is disturbing the NASCAR sometimes they'll come out and start making some explanations. Uh, they, may, they may not uh, respond uh, as quickly as we want. They may not uh, respond with action as we want. But uh, certainly we are putting the whole situation at their door mode. So right. uh, as well as I'm concerned, uh, Nigerians should continue to uh, speak. Uh, we don't, you know, somebody said, let us use force. And there's no, we don't have any force. It is only government that have uh, the instrument of coercion. Uh, they control the, uh, all the armed forces. We are just uh, civilians and we are, you know, citizens who deserve and who desire uh, safety, who desire right. good governance and who desire good economy. So government should uh, be more responsible and they do the right thing. And I don't understand the issue of uh, open and increasing the fuel uh, subsidy and also uh, the pump price and uh, also uh, tax everywhere. Uh, they told us that the things are going to be hard, but we didn't know that it's going to be this hard. Uh, Mr. President promised immediately after his election that uh, Nigerians are going to see uh, hard times. I think uh, he's living up to his billions. Chief, Chief well, um, my young man asked me <laughs> who made Nigeria one. Nigeria came into existence by a forced amalgamation of northern and southern protectorates of the British colonial masters. Otherwise, there was no Nigeria. Uh, having said that, there is an advantage in being a big country if you are properly harnessed. A lot of advantage. But the fact that we are all incompatible in our way, that was why after 100 years of first British amalgamation, President Jonathan called a national conference. Look, we were forced to live together. Through these hundred years, we have had many trouble. Can you come now? Let us sit down and discuss how we are going to live together. That was the aim of the National Conference of 2014. And everybody invited to that conference went except the APC. They refused to go. They were invited like other political parties. And when at the end of that conference, the wise men, 49 men, women, youth, students, came out with 623 unanimous resolutions. Mr. President, his answer when he took office, that document is good for the waste paper basket. You can see the level. Trump set a question for your president. The president didn't have an answer, so he went on a topic that was not involved. We have seen it in the United Nations. Finally, I would like to appeal to our people. Civil resistance doesn't mean taking up of arms. If our people are so badly treated, I have said it here, Operation stops when the oppressed says no. These things are happening because we, the people of Nigeria, are prepared to take it. If you have a, ma a, 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 a maid in the house whom you maltreat every day, one day she wakes up and says, Oga, enough is enough. 
kill me now. I will not do this thing again. You have option to sack her and look for somebody. If you don't sack her, you kill her. You have nobody again to oppress. We are not asking Nigeria to take over, but there are certain the NBA has started it by the action on El Rufai. But you can see the reaction of the Muslim uh, uh, lawyers. They, right. They've interpreted. So, uh, I don't trust Tinubu when they were campaigning. If you have problem, turn to the general. I'm asking Tinubu. We have talked to the general. What is the result? He's quiet. Politicians are dangerous people. They sing from both sides of their mouth. My dear people, we pray. I'm urging Nigerians to know that all of us will now start. Bring this 2014 conference. Let us look at the social, economic, political implications and get a constitution that goes according to those 623 unanimous resolutions. Right. They addressed our problems for 100 years on how we can live together as a country. Of course, you know, and nobody will tell us that many young people, especially in Dibu, they are talking about Nigeria. They are not interested anymore. You can kill them, but somebody has said, oh, Biafra will come. Okay, that's, that's all for the parliament this morning. Thank you so much, gentlemen. A big thank you to Chief Ndokeria for your time. Thank you very much. And thank you so much, Dr. Augustine Okoli. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks for being part of the program. The Parliament is back next week, Monday next week. Stay with us. The rest of the Urban Radio programming continues. My name is Adobe Lozoy. Have a nice weekend. Thanks for tuning in to Urban Radio 94.5 FM. Please note that opinions and submissions on all our platforms are strictly that of the guests and all callers. These submissions does not represent the Urban Radio establishment. We support a better nation through constructive dialogue and criticisms for a better society. Urban Radio, your home for music, talk, and sports.